Hey guys, welcome back to Maz Talk. I'm your favorite host, Maz, and today, like I said, this whole month, I'm featuring different people on my podcast who want to share a topic that's burning in their heads or just discuss anything. So if you want to be part of that, definitely drop me a message and we can go from there. Today's special guest, say hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Her name's Audrey. You know what I'm saying? Listen, this girl is the funniest girl you ever meet, in it? Point, <laughs> point blank, period. She's your favorite Twitter warrior, but I promise. Oh, oh, <laughs> coming from you. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, my name is Audrey. Of course, like she said, um, I am slice like a dancer. She's not slightly a dart star, she's a dart star. (laughs) (laughs) She can boogie. (laughs) I am I am a child of God, of course. I have to mention the God above. Um, yeah, I do slice slice singing as well. And I cook Audrey's flavors if you follow me on Instagram and I'm based in Leicester. So if you want your bulk cooking, all of that, all of that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm basically president of Nigerian society. Come on. If you want to join, if you know you're in UL and you want to join a group chat, just just message me. Message me. Anyways, I think that's all. Yeah, that's all. That's all. Let's Guys, this girl is full of <laughs> talents. Yeah. Hey. When we say talent, we say Audrey. Yes. Okay. Girl. So, darling, what's the topic you're bringing to the table today? So basically, it's just we're just going with flowing it. So basically, I'm just talking about like the transitioning. Mm-hmm. from um from another country to the uk like at a very old age not really old but like you've grown a bit and like mm-hmm. the mental health the repercussions how the uk is london is yeah and how they're receptive towards this kind of people mm-hmm. and basically racism all of that going through it how it affected my mental health and like having like identity crisis as well like yes. see, there's a lot in it so yeah we love to see it so she's bringing us a lot and we we finna discuss all of that today yes we will so okay. just for the you know just for the listeners to know what country are you from i am from nigeria can you not tell you my accent i'm from nigeria man nigeria. <laughs> nigeria. you're a bad girl now you're a bad girl come on also, Hey. Bad girl, you know that. <laughs> what a wow! <laughs> yeah, and obviously, uh, your host, me, Maz, I'm from Ghana, uh-huh. but obviously, I was born here, so obviously, we can have a you know a discussion on how everything is because I was born here and you were born in Nigeria, so uh-huh. we could talk about the similarities and the comparisons yeah. and all that jazz. But sure. I think our listeners want to know when did you move to the UK? So, oh, it's actually going to be five years in two weeks that I moved to the UK. So Ooh. I moved to the UK 2015, August 29th. I remember stepping in that airport and I was told you're not going back for a long time. <laughs> and I was like, oh, why? I didn't even get to say bye like that to all my friends and all of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, almost five years. Oh, wow. That's was it your time. first time on the, on the airplane? No, you know, <laughs> I used to come here for holiday and stuff, but it's just like a two weeks or three weeks or one week thing, then go back home. Okay. But, like, this was just a whole different experience for me because I didn't really get to, like, 
no places or no people like that whenever mm-hmm. I come just to stay with my family go to to places but not really talk to bare people and yeah like, they didn't prepare me for anything but yeah I guess what that's what it is though you know when you go to places for a holiday like holiday you're mm-hmm. so used to like I'm only going to be here for a little bit so I don't exactly. need to get I don't need to you know get used to stuff because what by next week I'm going to be back home anyway <laughs> so obviously for you coming here it's like oh, now i have to remember all these places i have to you know and especially i tell you the amount of times <laughs> i got lost and i cried <laughs> i got lost because everything was the same everything looked the same to me and when i say excuse me can you help me people just walk away and look at me like i'm mad I think I think that's London though because that's my nice. you know my listeners they know I'm from Slough which is outside of London so mm-hmm. I feel like we're more you know kind people let's say you know like we yeah, care we care about people so like let's just say for London's example not really that yeah nice. when I'm in London yeah and I'm, I have like a lot of stuff to carry in the tube or something no one will help me people just walk past me but if if like when I'm when I'm in Slough like there's always there's always people like do you need help or are you lost yeah. all of that stuff like I feel like when you're in London everything's at a fast 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 pace everyone's actually Ex- in everyone their own world fast. no one's paying attention no one cares not gonna lie maybe they're like two two people I've had experiences with like two two people maybe they saw me crying and they're like <laughs> why is this young girl crying yeah that's why they walked up to me but no, I won't lie to you. We won't talk about that later. Mm, <laughs> no, this podcast is for you to speak with your chest. Honestly, because okay? let me even go back to a time I was on the bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. Me, back home, I was friendly. We were still accommodating. Bear in mind, I went to like an international school or something. Even yeah. if foreigners come to a school, the way we accommodate them and stuff, it's like I thought it was gonna be the same here. So I was on a bus, mm-hmm. I don't know, coming back from choir practice whatsoever, and I saw this girl, like she dressed lovely. And you know me coming back from home, I didn't really know their style of dressing or anything. Here. Yeah. So like get into it. I, I just I stare at people to be like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm going to know my style of dressing, basically looking out for myself. So mm-hmm. this girl gave me the dirtiest look, like about to beat me like looking at me like what are you looking at i was just going to i'm the kind of person if i see someone i'd be like oh my god you're so pretty i like your dress where did you get it from i like your hair i was mm-hmm. shocked i was just like what if i wasn't even looking at you like i was daydreaming and my gaze was towards you is that how you would have just come to come and beat me and box me <laughs> like a lot of things a lot of things changed and I was very, I was, I was confused because I didn't understand. Maybe it's a culture thing that they have here or something. I didn't mm. understand. I was just like coming back home. That really messed me up, you know, because there's so many opportunities I've missed because of that. Because I assumed, I, and which is not a good thing, I assumed everyone in the UK was like that. Oh, no. So, because, like, I couldn't walk up to people in terms of dancing putting myself out there singing doing a lot of things i was scared because i felt like i will be treated the same way this set of people have treated me yeah like you get and moving to like the all white area wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't helpful, helpful because the black people there I won't lie. They were just like, "Daddy, let me twirl for the white people." That's how they were. <laughs> so I was just like, <laughs> "I won't lie to you." I was very, I, I was just shocked. And the way you know my accent, then 
I don't know. They still say I have an accent. I don't know. I don't care. But the way they'll be like, oh, you're so fresh. You're this. The way they even edged on and egged on. And I'm just like, why would you put me in that position for people to laugh at me? Mm-hmm. Like, there are things you could just show me the way and tell me this is not how we do things here, rather than just make me make a fool out of myself and do stuff. And <clears throat> see the way I'm diverting. It's just so much to handle. But, anyways, I'll continue. So, basically, it was tough. We all know that. Shout out to Jessica and Ife. They were my church members. And Nathan and Tawani. They really, they really, yeah, they, they played a huge part in making me feel comfortable and mm-hmm. getting my balance in this in this country because they were my church members. Then I went to NCS. Guys, I'm sorry for you that you did the NCS this year because that was it. NCS changed my life. When I say I was depressed. For the first two years of of being in this country, like mm-hmm. any black person, I said they just look at me weird or they just made fun of me and stuff. At NCS, but when I went, uh, sorry, no, no, was no, this no. Before? before I went NCS, okay. Then when I went NCS, bear in mind, I just stopped to. I went with another friend. I just stopped to that person because I was just like, yeah, at least I have this person. But the first night, these people went. When I tell you, I didn't expect it. I just didn't god sent people because a handful of them are my best friends now mm-hmm. like the way they the first night you would think you would think i've known these people for like they didn't judge me based on how i spoke anything or how i looked they the way they actually were it was just too comforting and all of that then i just got to understand that oh some of them have been in the same position as me. Like, they understand the struggle. And some of them, they're just nice people, which you're supposed to be. Like, it's not... It costs zero pounds to be nice. It actually costs zero pounds to be nice. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like, they're paying you to be mean or necessarily or anything. But I just think it's not cute. But, yeah, NCS, like, they really brought me into it. Into, like, the London, let's say, circle or whatever how the um how london goes like the culture everything yeah. when it comes to it. like things that basically i would have done differently like when i first came they just made it easy for me then like from this six form that you know networking networking then i got a bit of confidence here yeah, from mm-hmm. six form saying okay fair enough not everybody's like this then of course me not setting my mind that i'll be disappointed again of course, networking and networking from there. And some people as well, of course, people will be people. People will actually be people. And it was just scary. But so far, the journey has been nice. Now, let's fast forward to uni. uni. <laughs> what I tell you, if I tell you I didn't expect to be in this position, you think I'm lying. It's because of God. It's because of God. God. Well, like, my testimony is for even having like immigration issues, not even going, wanted to go to uni, but thank God for my mother. She was like, You will go, you have to go. Have to go. <laughs> I know the God I said, and that is not what God told me. God said you go, and oh, you go. Like, and when Lester was my insurance, and when I thought I was going to Lester, not gonna lie, I cried. Me too. I don't know why. Because of like the reputation and all of that people used to talk about, I was just crying. I was just like, why am I going to Leicester? Then I was just like, I took a step back and I was like, God has a reason for everything. Mm-hmm. And I went that it was actually calm. So everything people were saying was just 
rubbish like, i feel gone. like people you know like especially like youtubers yeah they just want to put like leicester in a bad light because i won't exactly. lie to you the same way you felt about going to leicester that's how i felt like when i found out on results day i was like no why <laughs> i i picked all of these unis yeah and I, it had to be this one that i had to go to mm-hmm. but now that i'm I here I, I just laugh at those stories because not all of them are you know accurate but <laughs> exactly. not accurate because it's, it's the same everywhere it's just like you lot are just being hypocrites because you're probably worse than all the things you talk about. Like, then I went Leicester first day, of course, like, I'm not used to, like, seeing, like, black people like that. Yeah. Of course, I see, because I live, like, hours away from all my friends that I made in NCS and stuff, but it's not every time I link up. It could be, like, once in four months or once in three months I link up with them, but we stay in contact you get, but mm-hmm. I don't really know people like that. So... <clears throat> Then I got to Leicester, first day, mum and uncle dropped me off. They just dropped my bags and dashed. I was like, not gonna <laughs> like, they were happy for me to stay. They, I, like, they wanted to get rid of me. I was just like, are you not going to stay? My mum was like, okay, let me make your bed. She made my bed and they legit just went. I turned around, they were out. Oh, that's I was me. like, why? That's they were me. just like, handle it. <laughs> like, you can handle it. Then I was... Maz, when I told you, Audrey, me, Audrey cried that I was in uni. <laughs> I cried. I was like, nobody's going to listen to me. I'm not going to have friends. I don't know anybody here. It's all bad, but all my friends are different. Like, they, they're not in Leicester, this, that. I was crying. My mom was laughing. She was like, I thought you were strong, but look at you. No, so, but, no like, but do you know what it is? It's like, you came to the UK, like, I would say, like, you know how you said you came here very at a late age, like, you've, you know, you've, mm-hmm. you know, in Nigeria, you've grown up, you've met your primary school friends, you know, you've made, fr- like, lifelong exactly. friends, and then all of a sudden, like, you, boom, boom, you have to come to a new country, come to a new area, and then within, what, two years, you're, what, two or, two or three years, you you have to now go to uni by force, like, to a different, exactly. a different like, you just got used to London or where, the area that you live in and now mm-hmm. you're by force you have to go to the Midlands somewhere that somewhere that again. you've never never ever been now you have to go and exactly. let's say restart your life there and then exactly. the friends that you literally just made re- like I'll say recently in like in the, you know the past year now you have to leave mm-hmm. them to now exactly. restart now find another and find one. you know people that uh, it was really ooh. traumatizing because people were already in their cliques already by the time I got here. I joined Bearman when I came here. I didn't even start school immediately. I started school few months till year 10 was ending. I didn't know about all this GCC, all of that. I was just confused. They were just all talking about, oh, we're going to year 11 soon, year 11 soon. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> but basically, like, the click, there was, if you didn't grow up with people here or go primary school, start from year 7, it's just weird for you to make friends because they're gonna. They're acting like assistant Jesus, like they're blocking your way. I'm just, I'm confused. But basically, that took me, I was just like, this is going to happen all over again in uni. <clears throat> like, everybody's in their cliques, this, that, that. Like, even if their friends are not coming to Leicester, it's a thing that they can just dash and go to their city and all of that, which I could do as well. But uh, technical difficulties, I, I just couldn't mm-hmm. be bothered. But anyways... Then I saw all these big guys. I saw all these blank girls. Hell, bleak, all of that, this, that. I don't care about material stuff, Tita. But I saw them, I was just like, yeah, 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 Audrey. Look at all these big, big, big. They're not even going to talk to you. They're going to look at you and just look at you and be like, who's this one? Why are you chatting to me? But when I told you, <laughs> I was just like, 
like see all this man them, this man them are gonna be like, mm. we're even gonna talk about that one about relationships as well. It's oh, not yeah. fair what you people do to freshies. But anyway, <laughs> this girl is gonna make me laugh on this podcast. Oh lord. No, basically, yeah, then I've got to the common room, two, two, one by one. I'm seeing black people, Nick's shout Nixon Cop. Shout out Nixon Mandem, Nixon General. That's my family. That's my family. Nixon Court. We, I sit there. They all came in one by one. And I was just like, okay, this is it. It's time to talk. Because I started talking to like the other races in it. Because mm-hmm. it's not good to like limit yourself. It really well, isn't. Then, uh, people fail to realise that. Exactly, it isn't. Because networking, networking will take you places. Just saying. Anyway, then... One point they were like, oh, yeah, introducing themselves all nice. I'm just like, okay, you're from South London, and we know how rude South London boys can be. Okay, you're from London, they're talking, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm just like, raw. In my mind, I'm like, wow, these people are so nice. Like, wow, nobody is even being on a rude thing. Okay, then <laughs> my mom called. I spoke Yoruba on the phone to my mom. Then... Like I think two or three men them turned to like Ra, you're Yoruba, blah blah blah. Oh my god, can you cook this? Oh my god, can you cook this? <laughs> I was I was shocked. And one of my girls that like, from day one I saw her, bear mind, I thought she was the bitchiest bitch. Follow, you can hear this if you hear this, that's your own. Like she said, she was like, Raw, I'm Nigerian too. That's how we all clicked. And I was just like, Raw. Then since that day one, the same family throughout. Till now, we're still all together and stuff. I was just like, God, thank you. Then, I'm just taking you through the journey. By oh, the we love the journey. We love the journey. <laughs> then, yeah, it just became good, of course. Like, different characters, we just have to compromise and all of that. Then I started feeling at home now. Mm-hmm. Bear in mind, I've moved to the UK since 2015. Before I turned 15, I've never felt really at home. Well, NCS did make me feel at home to an extent. Mm-hmm. But then uni just sealed it for me like i felt like yeah i'm finally fitting in like now it's only now but at the start still a little bit of questions but here i'm like i'm finally fitting in like people are finally not i mean i love who i am i love who i am but they treat you differently if you if you're just fresh off the boat and stuff i love who i am Mm -hmm. but i I just bless God because I wouldn't ask for any other people. I wouldn't ask to be in any other uni. I wouldn't ask to be in any type other friendship group because I actually felt so at home. Like they've helped me grow. They've helped me. They've just, you know, when people correct you with love and you know they don't mean harm, like they don't correct you just to advise. Yeah. That's it. That's it. <clears throat> so basically, then all of a sudden, they started pushing me. I think they noticed, especially Demi, my friend, tells me to look at the mirror because this, all these experiences I've had really ruined my self-esteem. Like, I, t- I'm i still building it mm-hmm. up, but really ruined my self-esteem. Like, Demi will come to me, be like, look in the mirror and say, you're a beautiful girl, stuff like that. Haji and them lot always pushing me to go and do my dance. Bear man really touched my heart and I owed them a lot. I didn't want to put myself out there because I was like, okay, I've met you guys now, but not everybody's going to be like you. Yeah. So like, then they pushed me always. They were like, oh yeah, you're, out, you're going dancing. And I'm just like, bro, I don't have money for Uber. I don't have this. Oh, DMU side is a trek from um, Nixon. These boys will walk me there and walk me back. 
like do you know how how that touched my heart that's when i was like god you're just too you're too you're too marvelous because i wouldn't have asked for how would i wouldn't have asked sometimes like during dance practice as well i wouldn't say i felt i know it's bad that i shouldn't be judging people based on past experiences but i'm only human Mm -hmm. i'm trying to protect myself my energy and my peace of course same problems when i started dancing thinking okay they are, they know each other they already know their dance routines it's hard for them to teach me i have to constantly ask them can you do this again because i was at a point i was just like i'm not dancing anymore then haji and demi were like if i slap you you're going to dance and you have to dance you don't know how good of a dancer you are bear in mind not even to pity myself or anything people tell me i'm a sick dancer but in my head i don't think i do anything mm-hmm. i am that is weird because i'm just like i was thinking is it that there's a hype that because i'm just your friend or am i actually a good dancer but people like you don't know how a good dancer you have to continue they did that and with big clash as well oh talk about big clash big clash even if they do not pick us but okay <laughs> we moved even if we were rejects but with big clash as well i'm glad i did it like i auditioned i'm glad it all happened i'm just glad i put myself out there like they were like, you're going to do it, and you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And some of them were like, oh, sorry, we can't make it, we can't come. On the stage, what did I see? My people screaming, all through my head was swelling. They even gave me, that gave me, like, more motivation to do excellently well that I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to disappoint them because they paid money, like. Yeah, but I feel like it's also, um, God does things for a reason. I feel like if you were still in Nigeria, I don't think you would have had, like, exactly this experience too because obviously yes you know when you're in nigeria you used to come here for holiday but you know when you're going on holiday you treat it as a holiday you don't treat it as like that's gonna be my life yeah but god has put you here he has put you you know he said do you know what this is a place where audrey's gonna actually learn about herself i'm gonna put her outside of her comfort zone and make her grow as a person you know like the main I can tell you for a fact, me knowing you in this short amount of time, like you have grown so much from the from the first time I saw you till now. You know, like and I'm so I'm happy. I, I'm I'm extremely happy for you, you know. Like oh, God you. God does you. things for a reason. And the thing is like exactly. when I was younger, I used to always um question God. So you see the day um, you know, you get your your A level results here. Mm-hmm. I won't lie to you. My I my whole plan, this is such a diverse but my whole plan was to go to Essex Essex University and oh. I've set my mind on Essex you know I did I found my accommodation I've like you know I'm buying clothes for Essex because you know Essex is very cold like mm, I'm planning I'm planning for Essex there was no Leicester involved in this whole thing yes I went there to do my <laughs> interview everything here but Leicester was never ever 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 part of my Them my ones. life choices in it you get it? so mm-hmm. when results they came and then said yeah you're going Leicester us I, I, I kid you not I kid you not. I said, God, what kind of punishment are you punishing me for? <laughs> if I scream, if I scream right now, you're gonna, I'm gonna get mad. I kept, <laughs> I kept asking God like every time I pray, I'm like, God, there must be a reason why you're sending me to, um, you know, S- Leicester in it, yeah. But the thing is, yeah, like before coming to Leicester, like I already knew loads of people that go there. So you, you knew loads of people. Yeah. So it, that's a head start. Uh, yeah, head start. So I didn't really like. Basically, I went to the fresh start do you get what i'm trying to say and god basically told me no you're not gonna you're gonna get a fresh start but not as fresh as you want it to be yeah mm. um even till this day i don't know the reason why 
God has said to me you're going to go Leicester. I know, obviously, in one, you know, in due time, it's going to be a testimony, but mm, God does things for a reason, and you, you have you have to just stop questioning it and just take it on. Like whatever comes your way, just right. just take it. And the people in your life as well, like hold them so tight and make sure that you know that you appreciate Honestly. them because like you said your friends for those who are listening union of leicester accommodation and dmu campus yeah is two different countries okay they're in exactly two two different places the track yeah and Ooh. the walk is ridiculous so the fact how your your friends can even walk with you and i know that's like a 30 45 minute walk yeah 45 minutes walk. yeah for them to walk you there and walk you back no listen your friends are gems yeah they are gems they are gems because exactly not everybody will say let me do it you know people just be like it's up honestly to you. you know what i'm saying oh my like, gosh like this all this journey, trust me, from the start when I came here, finding trouble to get into school. I didn't even get into school at like four months or three, four months or six months till I got into this this country and all of that. Mm-hmm. Everything that I'm going that didn't go my way. Looking back up to it now, I'm like, if this had gone a different way, I wouldn't be happy. Like, and I've noticed that reading my Bible more, getting closer to God. Mm-hmm it says just obey god like let god my pastor in uni city of favor rccg now called irise youth like she always says let go and let god like the way she says it i'm just like "Mm, mm." this woman is always saying so because not gonna lie and when I told you, there was the thing that a girl was saying our pastor said she should deny warwick and all of that Mm -hmm. i see that i saw that that one is a bit questionable but (laughs) i don't lie to you when I was picking my my um unis, I told God, the ones you want me to, let me just, if you want me to go to all the scenes, like at least one of the scenes, let all the five accept me. All five accepted me. I wanted to go to Loughborough so bad. I wanted to go to Loughborough. When I say Loughborough, then something was just like, put Leicester second. I was like, what the hell? Put Leicester second. You know, bear in mind, I never told my options to nobody mm-hmm. and all of that. And a pastor even called me and said, did you, like, have you picked Leicester? I was just like, what's this one saying? I'm not even capping, God sees my heart. Then it was just like, okay, pick Leicester. I was just like, what, why is my mom always telling my business to pastors and what's mm. wrong with her? Like, I was just like, I already heard myself that she put Leicester a second choice. I already did that. But he didn't know I didn't put Leicester a first choice. Mm-hmm. He just knew that I put Leicester so basically on results day, bear in mind, I didn't forget into Leicester, you know. Do you know why? Mm. Maybe we'll tell you what. Because of my immigration issues, some universities asked me to pay home fees, some asked me to pay international. But I just told God that I do your work. I'm in the quiet sleepless night, cleaning your church and all of that. Father, just show me just just do wonders. And on results day, Loughborough even rejected me before it was eight. <laughs> I said, what is this like my parents were so supportive i was so shocked i was literally shocked because i knew the amount of money they burned and i'm just like okay cry cry oh you just cry my dad was like oh baby stop crying i'm just like when did you start doing patronizing patronizing i was so shocked then lester also rejected me i said hey <laughs> hey because i having problems with my eye and all of that I, I, I walked my ass off I walked my ass off for this 
Okay. I went to school. My silly, useless teachers. I'm not going to mention the school because... <laughs> they don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. Except one teacher. She said, Audrey, these letters don't define you. She said, I know what you're capable of. I've taught you for years, Audrey. You're a very smart girl. I was saying, I'm a failure. I'm not smart. You lied to me all this while. You like you actually lied to me. I am not smart. So I come I got this grade. She was just like, Audrey, I know you. This teacher was like, I will pray for you. Let me pray for you. She said, I'm not, I know I'm not supposed to pray for you or say anything, mm. but because I'm leaving the school, let me just pray for you. So I went through clearing here yeah, mm-hmm. and I got into Portsmouth and Northampton. Yeah. We were like, come yeah pay home fees and all of that but i won't lie to you i was angry i didn't want to go there i don't know why but i was angry then my pastor called like how was it then i was just like just why are you calling me right now you know when you're just angry like yeah what's wrong with you it was just like you're going to leicester i was like oh, no i'm not <laughs> i'm going to portsmouth <laughs> i'm going to portsmouth it was like you're going to leicester just go and praise god and in my mind as well someone was just like just be grateful, be thankful, because I won't lie. Don't compare yourself to anybody, I beg. Because my friends are getting to Oxford, UCL, Cambridge. I'm here in Warwick, Oxford, UCL, Cambridge. I'm just like, okay, Portsmouth. I'm like, it doesn't matter. I'll just go Portsmouth. They went mm. to their first choice. Then I was just singing praises. My mom was like, I don't know why you're stressing yourself. Don't stress me. My mom was already rolling on the floor that I'm going to Portsmouth. She was happy. She was so happy. She was like, hey, you need shopping. God will provide. Don't worry. Then I just sat down, opened my email, and Lester was just like, I think they didn't have enough people. They were just like, you know what? Just come back. <laughs> just come. <laughs> I was just like, oh, <laughs> so it's actually true. What is my say? Go Lester. <laughs> I was just like, oh, God forgive me forever. I've taught in my heart. And here I am. Like, you guys don't know. I might talk about this for years till like that because this experience is great. Mm-hmm. It's actually great. Like, listen to god and go problems will never end amen that's one exactly thing. it will never end and if you keep putting all this burden in your heart you will not live life and you'll miss a lot of things that's why i just say just let go things might not be looking mm, good now but you look at yourself six months ago you're not in the same position amen. some little little changes have they've all come together and you're just like raw indeed this is a huge thing the first day I, I stepped my foot in this country and now looking back at it the growth is massive and we look that's the like, growth is what we like to see exactly it's massive everything things that i didn't know then i was afraid to do all of that now like based on networking knowing god just put me somehow somehow because there's some certain people that i've met that they help me do things mm. that if i didn't meet them i would just be stressing and all of that please 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 i'm begging you and anybody if anybody else in this country is listening or whatever and is trying to come please just if god says it's your will there's no how we will make a way and things will work for your mm-hmm. good things will actually work for you good people will disappoint you even the bible says it like trust no man curse is the person that puts their trust in man just trust god i'm telling you people may say think i'm crazy oh she's talking about god this that i'm telling you I was once in that position saying, God, what's your problem? Why did you allow them to bring me to this? Because I'm here suffering mentally. Like I'm, like, I'm so depressed. Every time I'm saying the same thing to everybody back home, they are not understanding that this is what I'm going through mentally. They all think I'm actually living life and having fun. I think that's what but- it is, though, you know. Um, 
obviously being here in the UK, obviously they feel like mm-hmm. we're living our best life. Exactly. But okay, it, if you mm-hmm. put everything into perspective, obviously we have more advantages than they are. But we're mm-hmm. we're not better off than them. We're basically the exactly. same. When so, I tell you this, listen that's because what laugh at all this UK kids that go, oh, when I go back home. They don't. I don't think they know this. I'm like, sis. They will actually buy you. They will buy you. <laughs> but it's just like easier for you guys to access stuff here because your government is still okay compared to like yeah. African government. Yeah, for real. That's what I'm saying. Like, um, when obviously when, oh, this is this was in a previous podcast episode about the, about the mental mm-hmm. health. So if you haven't, you know, checked that out, do check it out. I've got two episodes about mental True. health. But um, mm-hmm. it's a case of like you know, back home they feel like when you're mm-hmm. in England or you're not as long as you're not in that country in it yeah you have a roof mm-hmm. over your head you've got food on your table you know you have money mm-hmm. coming in you shouldn't be feeling you know depressed or whatever but mm-hmm. listen I was exactly. saying I was saying yeah that if I had all the money in the world that can only solve the problems <laughs> that have that I need to you know pay for stuff that's it exactly. but aside from that I, I need other stuff that money cannot buy Words. and just because yes i have food on my table yes i have you know a roof over my head I, if i'm depressed about a certain thing that doesn't mm-hmm. you know you know include all of this stuff I, i'm still gonna be de- like depressed regardless you know what i'm saying like exactly. money money can't solve everything just because i'm in a different place here doesn't mean that like being in that country or that place is gonna solve my problems exactly. you know what i'm saying so i think that's what people need to realize but i feel like you know back home yeah, back home. We're talking about back home. Yeah, back home. Um, they feel like you know, as long as we're el- apart, every anywhere apart from there, mm-hmm. our, li- our life is good, and you know we should be happy and stuff. But because they don't get taught about mental health and all exactly. of that stuff, and because like I won't lie to you, my parents like in general think like back in the day. Obviously, it's not their fault, but they just generally thought that anything to do with, like, disabilities or mental health, obviously, that's, like, you know, judge, madness. all of that stuff, madness, you get it. Honestly. But when you're in the UK, like, you get taught about it. That's one thing that I like about being in the UK is that yeah, we yeah. get, from a young age, we get taught that you are allowed to feel like this, not, you know, don't be, a, like, ashamed not, of it, you know. sometimes I wouldn't... I wouldn't blame them because they've been taught not to encourage or dismiss it. They feel like if they just shut it down from the beginning, it solves the problem. That's how many of our parents and mm-hmm. um, like grandparents dealt with it. Like if you say you're, you're not depressed, don't talk about it. They, they, they just try to distract you and something. I'm just like, that is not good enough. It's back not good at all. Now, I like the development because back home, I won't lie. Like there's a like there's a difference. There's a thing that people are now more paying attention to stuff like this. And like now we know with social media and stuff, and more of us coming here and juggling between here at home. Like people are now understanding that it's it's just the material stuff that is the difference between here and there. Yeah, but basically. Now they're not understanding the importance of mental health. They're just saying that if little little changes can change back home they wouldn't even want to be here in the first place none of us would want to be here in the first place that's what i'm saying if that's if you haven't listened to the first episode of this um of this month um my cousin and i we spoke about you know going back home and developing you know africa basically building it up because the thing is yeah everything that's going on there yes we are maybe a couple years back from you know Mm -hmm. uk and stuff but 
as young people here, I'm not saying, oh, you have to go back to Ghana or Nigeria exactly. or wherever and live there for the rest of your life, but it's investing in the country and doing your part Bless because you. because Bless that's the most important part. Like, I know a lot of people that say, I'm from Nigeria, I'm from Ghana, I'm from Zimbabwe or stuff like that, and they've never, mm-hmm. ever gone there. They don't know anything exactly. about it, nothing like that. So that all they know is what they either hear from their parents or what they see in the news and stuff or on mm-hmm. social media. But actually going to back home and seeing the difference. I feel like exactly. me and my family anyway, we make sure that every three years, every four years or whatever, like, we go back to Ghana. So my mm, last time I went really to, good. yeah, the last time I went to back to Ghana was 2017. And that oh, wow. changed that, that. There's a lot of reasons, a lot of things that happened on that trip. And mm. I gained a lot from it. And it's very good. Mm. And I, I, I encourage a lot of you to... Exactly. You know, once once you have money to go, go and enjoy it and see exactly. the difference. Because we're so used to being home where like, oh, I want to go to Audrey's house to go down the road. And that's yeah. it. You know, it's not as easy as that. You know, it's exactly. not here. You know, here you can deliver it. Oh, I'm hungry. I don't want to cook food today. And yeah. you just deliver. You can't do delivery. <laughs> you, know, you can't do those <laughs> stuff. You know, easy, take time. But, ah. like, I miss the experience and every. This is why, like, in our Nigerian society as well, one of the things, God willing, like, trying to bring, like, people from home that are doing good works and stuff mm-hmm. to talk and just basically put in light that, like, I'm, I'm going... If it works, I'm going to open it to, like, DME students as well. It's like, like, see that there's more to being back home than just going there for December, this. Like, basically, there's so many things we we have the opportunity. Bear in mind, I'm not saying back home, all of them are in poverty and anything. Trust me, because the group of people I left before coming here, they are very well off. Like, they're well off. And it's the thing that if everybody joins forces together, mm-hmm. little, little changes can help. Like, the thing, like, we've seen developments here that we can take back home and help with investing for example like tourism and stuff it's a thing that you can just build your base here you could be like then maybe build like couple houses that when people go they can rent them houses Mm -hmm. like you can get like a car service they just have to pay and all of that like and for example don't only join attention to only the same places in Nigeria or Ghana you get. For example, mm-hmm. you go to Nigeria, people are always talking about Lagos, Abuja, Lagos, Abuja, or mostly Lagos. Lagos is packed. Traffic, you, of course, that's where everything is popping, all the celebs live, or all of that. But if you, like, educate people, there are more states, there are more things, tourist attractions, you can build more things in other mm-hmm. states. That's going to attract people. And again, in Ghana, it's not only Accra or something. Every, I'm not even going to lie. The first thing that I actually told Accra was the whole of everybody. Accra, <laughs> I had Ghanaians that went to my school and nice, everything, Accra, 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 this, that. I was like, draw attention to other cities. Okay, they're not as well developed as the mega cities, but if we can actually there's something that you can do exactly we're seeing these problems from the outside okay every i'm 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 sure not only us have the idea if we proper networking with proper ideas pitching to different people and we're ready to fight for it yeah i feel like things could work out because it could be like oh i'm going to nigeria where you go i'm going i'm going lagos everybody's going lagos lagos is too packed like when i tell you lagos is congested everybody just wants to go there and i blame nollywood for it (laughs) i'm not even joking because i lived in lagos it's fine yeah but to get to places so hard because everybody's there it's traffic but nollywood always puts oh when you come from a different state once you get to lagos you're rich 
So everybody runs to Lagos to go and find work, go, runs to Lagos so they can stay in Lagos. Like, they're beautiful states. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, and there was one Ghana, Ghana series that I was watching. I don't know if you've heard of it. You're... No, I haven't. It's on YouTube, Maz. You will love it. You will actually love it. Like, give it time after season one, you will love it. So basically, okay. is I'm just like, there are other places they mentioned that I've learned a lot. If on eggs, I've introduced eggs to it. I've <laughs> it. And yeah. he, he fell in love with it. He actually fell in love with it. So basically, there are other places I've learned from there. I'm just like, so there are other places like this in Ghana. It's not only Accra or Kumasi or what did they call it? I'm just like, wrong. No, but that's what it is. You know, people here, like... When you tell them, oh, I'm from um, Ghana. Oh, yeah, I've been to Accra. Exactly. But, yo, I'm telling you, ma'am, I'm not from Accra. Yeah, and it's not even, you know, <laughs> got to say it properly as well, you know. But yeah, I feel like, you know, how people um, that, like me, who, you know, go back to home a lot, and obviously mm-hmm. yourself, who was born in Nigeria, we mm-hmm. can obviously use what we know and share it with other people like do you know what exactly. there's actually this place there's this place it's nice you know because obviously like you know back in the day um obviously i've been born here so on the tv like the only time they'll show africa is when they you know when there's children starving so like exactly. obviously here they'll, they still they, do. yeah they still do but now it's like i feel like it's more reduced before every time the tv ad, i'll be watching cartoons tv advertisement there's children africa you know that's it that's no. the only time they'll message they will they will use africa in just those videos you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but um it's like how i was saying for at the beginning is people children like us not children because we're not children adults like us <laughs> yeah adults yeah. like us because we're adults now like yeah, 20s october come on you know what it is but it's mm-hmm. them ones where we have to take the initiative and be like, do you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm because obviously not everybody wants to stay in this country forever. Some people might want to move out completely. <laughs> Never. Some people right. might want to go back home. So it's it's about mm-hmm. learning as much as we can here and mm-hmm. taking it back and then exactly. developing. Because I think that's what it is. You know, um, back at home, like mm-hmm. I was saying this in my previous podcast episode, like our education level our, back at home for the majority is at the age of 14 13 that's it that's mm-hmm. that's school for them and that's it some of them you know have to start looking after their parents and all that like that's mm-hmm. school not everybody i was, I was even going to touch upon you know um, international schools i'll talk about that later but not everyone has the money to go money. to international yeah to go so like it's screaming but it was screaming. <laughs> um what when we're here it's taking as much as we can, you know, learn and mm-hmm. understand and network with people and then taking it over there and making a difference because that's what it is. The only thing that's stopping Africa from actually, like, you know, growing insanely mm-hmm. is us young people taking the, uh, taking the initiative and saying, you know Well, what? we always leave it to the old people and they're messing it up. Exactly. You're going to die in the next five years, ten years. No offence, sorry if your dad is a politician. But I... We, we, it's just as if, like, I don't care. My parents have brought me here. Okay, I'm just going to continue living here. That's one thing. If you look at people that have gone home and done something or they're actually well off, you notice that they lived here once. Mm-hmm. A, a majority of them lived here once. 
they saw how it was, they'd be like, oh, this is lacking. If I take it to my country, people will like this. Yeah, definitely. And they develop stuff. And now they are making billions. Because look, look at Uber. Uber started here. Yeah. Oh, I don't know mm. where Uber started, but Uber here was popping. Then, like, what well, Afro Nation came, and then, like, people in Ghana were telling me, yeah, I'm going to take an Uber. I was like, Uber, Uber what? Yeah, Uber, Uber, Uber what? Uber. I was thinking, we got oh. Uber now? Like, we actually have Uber? <laughs> This is... Yeah, um, if any Nigeria does that like, Uber and stuff, I'm just like, I don't, I don't even doubt that and all of that. But I'm just talking about, for example, like you see how you do store parking, all of that. Yeah, you want stuff at that attractions there, innit? Like, I will say it's like there, but it's not really known. But if you can, like, because Nigeria is big, it's big. Africa is big in general. It's just people underestimate how big Africa is. Mm-hmm. If you can just do that. And people be like, raw, there's this. And, like, resorts as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you see, all the, and I watch a lot of Korean films. Like, it could be like, you could just acquire base. It's easier said than done, but God would know. God would lead us a big. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you could just acquire, like, loads of land where people wouldn't expect and call bush. Build, like, a resort there. Like, if you just don't want to travel out of the country, let's say you don't even have that much money or you just want to support Nigeria to grow Nigeria, you can just go to resorts like that, easily accessible, games, stuff. Yeah, like, you know, you know and, how, like, in here... Oh, we're gonna go to the beach, and then when you go to the beach, there's so much for you to do. Oh. It's like stuff like that. Like I feel like, apart exactly. from obviously, like Africa is known to have like proper proper museums and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and their beaches. And their Ooh, beaches, content. but if we had more stuff like for mm. people to come, not even just for the tourist people to come, but people who you well, know who are from that country, you know, for stuff to do like here, you can be like, going to cinema, and you just go down to cinema. You know, you yeah. want to go bowling, you can just go bowling. But making it more accessible there will be Yeah, making it more accessible to every social class or whatever. Because I won't lie to you, some, uh, we, God helped us climb the social ladder back home a bit. It's not mm-hmm. until, like, my parents are, like, doing well off that I was just like, oh, my God, going to the cinema, going bowling, going, just randomly going on trips to buy ice cream in different places with my dad and stuff like that. And some people don't have the opportunity. And it seems so weird to them. And they're like, raw. Like, and you're like, raw, really? But the thing is that I've been, I've been in them positions and all of that. And doing this and going home, like, I'll actually ask people to go home maybe your parents have never have not gone back to nigeria in the next 25 years they're always feeding you that you'd be kidnapped like you'd be kidnapped everywhere i don't like people that talk like that like if you go there you could even create more job opportunities for mm-hmm. i think of the larger the larger impact okay you're making your profit but you could also help like just help a lot of people because yeah on un- unemployment is stinking and people that are even employed by the government, a lot of them, one year, two years, they're still not paid all of them. Like that. I'm just feeling like if we all have the strength and the grace and the fact that it's good that we're all building like a network, all of that, we have the opportunity because UK is small. Before you know, oh yeah, I'm friends with this person, I'm friends with this person, let me chat to this person. Mm-hmm. If everybody can just try it, I'm just saying like, encourage, it's, it's actually so sad because enough is enough. With all these old people that are in charge back home, mm-hmm. like, if we all start talking about it now, in the next maybe 10 years or 15 years, we could start from somewhere, and along the line, our own kids or grandkids will be like, Raw, 
there's 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 a huge change you get. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. just to go slightly off topic here, um, earlier you mentioned that you obviously went to international school. So, yeah. um, for those who don't know in, what in, an international school is, it's basically a school that's just like school here in England. Mm-hmm. They get taught the same subjects, and they, you know, you get taught English like proper like you know like uk english like yeah. all of that stuff as well so yeah. yeah it's like that and they have teachers from literally all around the world in there and obviously you have to pay to go to them schools but <laughs> going to those schools opens <laughs> going to those schools opens a lot of opportunities for obviously the children that do go to them so how was your experience of that international school and stuff oh my goodness um i'll say i started it in primary school it was really good but you know, like all this, I, all these kids, I just joined, and I think I joined them in year four, year five, and I was just like, rah. Some of them, like everybody, you have different accents in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Because different tribes have different accents, different people have different accents, and you have like people from the UK or like Ireland and stuff that they brought their kids back, and they're speaking. And me, that I just climbed up the social ladder a bit. I just <laughs> I was just. I, I was basically bush bush to compare to all of them. It's a thing that I tell my parents to park their cars far away from the school if they want to come and pick me. Like, so they got big cars. I know looking back at it, that was really bad. So basically, my experience first got there, I was just like, rah, okay. The, the way they do things different, eating, um, you see, eba and all of that with fork and knife because the food is added to your menu i mean your mm-hmm. school fees you're not allowed to take food to school or pack lunch you have to eat in school stuff like that they give where we have menu like jello fries on this day spaghetti on this day i'm just like right i've never tasted this luxury before and mm-hmm. spoiled when i say kids were spoiled like then i haven't started traveling out and stuff like i could remember this girl that like dividing the class into two saying you people that went abroad sit here and people that never left nigeria can sit here and it was just like a hierarchy stuff and i just didn't understand like you know seeing all these kids that you're here oh yeah my dad is a senator my dad is a filmmaker my dad i'm just like raw it was weird but it was it was really good because in terms of um developing my talent yeah in terms of dancing it helped in terms of like see the way my accent can be a little bit like the uk accent hello are you there i'm so sorry my mom oh. called me fam. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry you see the way my accent kind of sometimes although i switch it from there we took like we called it royal english classes and stuff like helped us and we had like Oh, I used to do pageantry as well. We had like some guy coming to come and teach us etiquettes and stuff. Like the whole, it was just different. It was just like, it, it just helped me. It just helped me. When I say the talent, that one thing that school really did was develop your talent if you had one. We had something called butter dancing. I don't know if you know what that is. Are you there? Hello. Hello. Okay. 
sorry. My mom keeps calling me. Oh, it's fine. You just edit that place. I'll say, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that school was really good in terms of developing your talent, etiquette, and importance of family and all of that. Because, like, we did, when you say they introduced us to so many things, like exposure. One thing that school really put gave me, like, exposure that I'll say later on, coming here really, it, it was helpful. It was a bit helpful. Mm-hmm. Like, we had, like, royal English classes that they taught us the Queen's English. Even sometimes when it was just a huh, why, why are we learning this? Why can't we just speak our Nigerian English? But, yeah, that, and when it comes to developing your talent, I say that school was 10-10. Because at a very young kids, do you know the type of dances they made up? <laughs> now, I think really worked out because my energy is... Oof, we love to see it because that really trained you and moving to the secondary school as well like basketball pageantry like i used to do pageantry i said it i was talking to myself before you left i used to do pageantry we had like some man come in teach us stuff like that mm-hmm. you know just basically things that really expose you and put you out there and yeah, the education was nice. Money's worth. Like you had your IP boards, you had your computer and stuff. My school, you are not allowed to hit children, but you know some teachers they do it slice slice. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to, because the thing is that because then because for a while then I went to another school mm-hmm. to do like my Wyatt. It's uh, you know what Wyatt is because they do it in West African certificate whatever examination. Yeah that you do to get into uni so my dad i think they already knew i was coming here probably they just told me to do it i like in that year so that i could have like a nigerian certificate or something so i saw the difference i felt so irritated in that school because i was just like you lot are so backwards why are your teachers talking to you like that why are you doing that like they were just laughing at me like what's wrong with you you think you're in your school i'm just like no, 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 you don't do stuff like that. In my school, you're not there like, well, you're not in your school, you're in the school. Yeah. And I'm just like, it was just weird. I'm just like, my goodness, this is yuck. <laughs> like, then I and then I started thinking, I started becoming like those people that I first met in that school, thinking I'm better than everybody because I'm in this type of school. So I'm the my, my school wasn't even the top, top international schools because <laughs> there are some schools that if they name it for you in Nigeria and their prices, you're going to drop dead <laughs> like i wasn't even in that level yet but i was just like you don't do that even t- like in my school it was very common to talk back at teachers like i can't like if i don't if i don't agree with what you're saying mm-hmm. like don't do that to me like i don't actually do that but then i went to the school then i went to guys start talking back at teachers like no don't do that and I got the shock of my life. I got beat, man. I just got beat for no reason. I was just like, why would you beat me? I'm not an animal. <laughs> stuff like that. Like, what type of stubborn girl is this? You think you're in your school? I'm like, duh. It's just you. You know, like yeah. that type of attitude. I was just like, oh, it's because it's, a, it's, it's, it's like a big it. change in it from one school to the other. It's like, you know, yeah. my brother, like, obviously, um, he goes to a grammar school now. And before mm-hmm. that, he went to, let's say, like people call it a state school, government school. Mm-hmm. So the difference from going from like this school where like 
you can back chat to teachers and do what you like yeah. and whatever to go into a grammar school where you have to learn there's no other option if you, there's no time <laughs> there's no time to be joking around to get it so it's, exactly. it's like a big change and I get that it is a big it's change. so crazy but what's your advice to people coming from a different country and then moving here and all that just before we end what's what's your advice to them do you know what your growth your growth will come like don't change who you are stick to that Mm -hmm. like legit if people don't like it all well and good you find your own people stick to that and if you're religious or anything don't live god don't do anything silly to come and fit in and all of that just be who you are and don't be afraid to try new things don't be afraid to ask questions and approach people and also prepare your mind that not everyone was raised like you mm-hmm. just prepare your mind and that's mind. that's it my lovely people we've come to the end of the podcast and i hope you have taken in what audrey has said to you guys today and her experience like i always mm-hmm. say what we talked about is our own personal experiences it might not be the same as yours <coughs> but it's, mm. it is our own experience at the end of the day yeah thank you is. you know what i'm saying thank you so much audrey for coming on here oh, and talking thank about your experience you for giving me the opportunity thank you because wow <laughs> audrey big big podcast girl oh my god <laughs> hiding that to my resume <laughs> as always guys yeah. thank you for listening to mass talks i've had a lovely time Audrey, Audrey, I know you've had a lovely time as well. Of course, of course, uh, of course. This lovely, lovely. This podcast is available on all platforms. Girl, we out there now, all platforms. And make sure you follow me on socials. That is at masstalks underscore. And if, like I said at the beginning, if you want to be the next person on my podcast, then definitely give, drop me a message and we can go from there. See you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Over. Thanks, Maz. Thank you so much. You're welcome, darling. Bye. See you later.